Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. Super Bowl edition. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I am Zach, and here Spencer and Jay. Boys, welcome back. Hello. What's up? Hello. Oh, man. Uh, glad to play, be back. Took a week off. Um, one for our... Well, I was super busy. Uh, two, super sad, but uh, it's over health. with. Yeah, it's over with now. We're all ready to go, and we're good. Um, yeah, so welcome back to the podcast. Like I said, I'm Zach. Uh, Jay and Spencer join me every week for the podcast on Saturday at noon. Usually drop it early if I can get to it in time to put it for an earlier date. Um, please uh, share this with your friends, the family, grandma, grandpa. Uh, we appreciate it. Thank you. No. I do not. I do not condone sharing to grandma and grandpa. I swear a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's probably a good idea. Spencer is a, yeah, we. But I, I am like that too. So, I butt up my mom at work the other day. Oh no! And she was texting me throughout the whole thing, and she was like, "Damn, you swear a lot." <laughs> I was like, "Listen, my 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 workplace, to put it lightly, not the greatest environment." Well, which makes sense. But you know what? Doesn't matter. I'm out in less than a month, so fuck them. It's good to see that's still going strong. So, <clears throat> oh yeah, Spencer, how's uh, how's school going? It, I mean, it's school. <laughs> so, I mean, so far so good. I haven't fucked anything up yet. So, oh boy, you guys got to mess around and look, do things in the lab yet, or is this just book work right now? Oh no! It's they throw you right into the fucking fire. Oh, they throw you right in. Okay. Yeah, the first. So, for the like, we have you have to take lecture and you have to take a lab. I'm in mm-hmm. skills lab and in um, fun, like they call it theory or fundamentals, whatever you want to call it. So I have to go in at eight in the morning, Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday, for uh, skills lab. I think we just learned what we just do. Uh, we did vital signs last week. We did wound care last week, and then this week we did suctioning nice so i can professionally give you a good suck if you need it oh good to know and I'm, I'm glad to know that you could give me a nice good suck if i need one also fun fact when you're in the hospital you know how you see the people with those little wands that they hold to suction their mouths yeah you know what the wand is called what it's called a yonker interesting y-o-u-n-k-e-r yonker But yeah, no, doing that shit. Learned how to be sterile. Learned how to but, be sterile. But not with your balls. Oh. Yep. So, yeah, we're it's it's like basic shit that nurses have to know right now, and then I think next week we get to do catheters, so that'll be fun. Ah, and then once fuck then that. we get into clinical, and we basically are just CNAs. <laughs> So you guys get to go to the hospitals and, do st- and stuff like that, or? Yeah, we're starting at, I think they said we're going to a long-term care facility, like a nursing home, to start for the first four days of our clinicals, and then they're going to move us to a hospital. And I'll be at McLaren Flint, I think, for five weeks. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm so, it's going to be so funny, and not funny, it's going to be so fun to see Spencer rolling around putting catheters in people and just good for you, buddy. Hey, the goal is to land some cushy job at a doctor's office where all I had to do is like patient intake. Oh, that was that. Didn't make any money. I was to say, mm-hmm. yeah, this will pay like 32, 33 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. Damn. 
I mean, hospitals aren't even hiring at what they were a couple like last year and two years ago. Right now, it's totally dependent on where you're at. Like I think McLaren on nights told uh, Anthony's little sister that they would hire at like 43 because that's with like your shift premium. Um, days she said it was like 37. Uh, but she hired in a Midland. She's an ICU nurse up at even in Midland. I think she said she's making 36 an hour. And my other friend at Genesis hired in at in uh, labor and delivery. I think she's making thirty four. Interesting. I am in the wrong profession. <clears throat> yeah, um, well, you don't have to wipe ass. That's true. I did she, do that. I did do that, and I did that for like ten bucks an hour. So. Yeah, and you also don't have to shove glass tubes up people's urethras. Yeah, it's also true. Thank God I didn't have to do that. Yeah, we didn't you have just, to do that. Thank God. You just recommend life sentences for people. Oh, okay. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> we're going to do the sports section of this podcast. Oh, hey, man. man. Got to do what you got to do, right? I, I, yeah, it would have looked bad if I did not say it. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, sports. So last week was the NFC NFC and AFC championship games. As we everybody watched, if you have lived under a rock, is uh, the the winners uh, that's going to the Super Bowl that's not playing on Sunday is Kansas City Chiefs versus the San Francisco 49ers. Which I mean, all year really, San Fran has looked like the best team in the NFC, um, and then KC played Baltimore um, and beat them. But you know, as everybody thought, Baltimore looked like the better team. Uh, coming out of the AFC, um, and the you know it's Kansas City. They just they like they're like cockroaches. You can't get rid of them in the playoffs time. Um, so they're easiest, here again. Easiest way to like summarize Kansas City, they're the new Patriots. Wild, wild. I mean, Brady I, think, I think dynasties can be good for the league. Uh, Kansas City is kind of annoying, yes, but you know what. I'm fine with it. So your just, family in Kansas, in Kansas City right now, are just in Kansas right now, are just yelling at you. No, I, I've, we've talked about it. And I just said, you know, anybody like anytime you win consistently, like they do, like people are gonna hate you. And yeah, it gets kind of annoying. Like if the Lions went to fucking like four straight Super Bowls, I think people would start to hate the Lions. I mean, yes, but it also doesn't help that you know his wife, his brother, his, his dad. dad and now yeah. Travis Kelsey with his billion commercials and Taylor, Taylor, Swift. Taylor Swift, which is, isn't even too bad. Like, I don't blame her for being shown during the game. It's not her fault. No, NFL is just trying to capitalize on a marketing opportunity. Yeah, agree with so. you. But no, also, uh, speaking of Mahomes' wife, she's going to be a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Saw that. Somebody on Twitter was like, you know what? Uh, I talked a lot of shit about Patrick Mahomes' wife, but I'm sorry, I was unfamiliar with your game. Oh, gross! Mm, she's not that attractive. Yeah, I was gonna say she is <clears throat> ugly. Yeah, no. But yeah, no. I like Mahomes though. Mahomes is hard to dislike. He's just a decent guy. Yeah. Um. I need to talk like Kermit the Frog. He, he's, I love that fucking answer he gave, though. I, I mean, I, I believe he's, um, like, don't get me wrong, like he, the boy can ball, like he's good at what he does. Um, it's just unfortunate his family around him doesn't help, and 
I don't mind Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes. I don't mind him. I just don't like the fucking Kardashian style we get with the family again, which, like you said, Spencer, it's the NFL. They're going to try to cap on it. I mean, whatever. You get your money. Get get, get what you get, you know, for your cash. Uh, but, man, it is pretty fucking annoying um, watching all that shit or all everything just talk about just Mahomes and and Kelsey's outside of football. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like this, there's 53 man roster. There's more players, you know, and, um, and what I believe, I think Kansas city's defense is the reason why they're here. I don't think that offense is the reason why they're here. Oh no, the defense is definitely carried this year. I mean, for the most part, yeah, like, they held. They fucking held the Ravens to ten points yeah. in the AFC title game. Which is like, come on, very hard. Well, very very hard. But yeah, no, I mean, like, I I get like people hate dynasties. I like I always rooted for the Patriots when they were good because I was a Tom Brady fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when people were like, we fucking hate the Patriots. Like, I get it. I understand why. <clears throat> but in this in this situation, go Chiefs. Fuck the Niners. Yeah, yeah. Fuck everything they stand for. Fuck their wives. Fuck their families. Fuck their children and their friends. I hate all of them. Jesus Christ. Uh no, they're my most hated team now, above the Cowboys. Why? Because they just are. They're a bunch of privileged ass little bitches. Okay then. And their fan base sucks. Yeah, the fan base is not. I'm. I mean, I have no say in the uh, pickums for the last two weeks. You two do, but um, I want to see, I want to see Christian McCaffrey win a ring. I don't give a fuck about the whole the other team, the the Forty no. Niners. I want CMC get a ring. No, see, I the only reason I don't want CMC to win a ring is because it's just going to give Alex more reason to like the Forty ers Oh Jesus! He's already got a Niners hat because I like CMC. It's like, okay, come on, stop it, um, stop but, it. But 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 Al, but. Spencer, we know it's what Alex does. He just clings on yeah, like a leech. I mean, like, I get liking players. Like, I like a lot of players. I do like CMC. I like fucking, um, I like TJ Watt, but I'm not going to go buy a Steelers hat. And plus, if you like the player, wouldn't you buy a jersey? Not yeah, a hat? That, exactly. Yeah, like, if, yeah. like if, some, if I went out, somebody's like, yeah, dude, um, I'm a mega fucking, um, I don't even, I'm trying to think of like somebody random. Like I'm a mega Mark Andrews fan because he carried my fantasy team. So I bought a Jersey and hung it in my man cave. I, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but like, yeah. I'm not going to go buy a Like, I'm not going to be one of those weird fans that buys a, a hat of every team because they have a player. I like, right. Yeah, I agree. Like I bought a Tom Brady, like shirt. I never bought like Patriots, just random Patriot shit though. I'm not a Patriots fan. I'm a Tom Brady fan. Yeah, but. I can see that. I can, I, I can see what you're saying. Also, Brock Purdy's a lucky little rat, and if he went to any other team <laughs> in the NFL, <laughs> he'd either be a backup or he wouldn't be in the league. Spencer has, still has the hatred for him, I understand. Like, the guy is talented, sure, but, like, if he goes to any other team, would he have gotten a shot to play? No. I, I I understand. I agree with you, but I also think he took took um. I also still on that side of he he took his chances and he's six or sorry, trying to word things right. He's 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 um 
Sothic. Okay, hold on. Brain fart. He was given an opportunity, and he and he succeeded at it. So. He was also given an all-pro wide receiver, a Pro Bowl wide receiver, an all-pro tight end, an all-pro left tackle, an all-pro running back. The rest of his offensive line collectively is probably a top, at least a top 10 unit in the league. Oh, and to take the pressure off, you've got top three defense. Spare me. But also, are you saying... I think if you take away Debo and you take away one of Ayuk or Kittle... You can even keep McCaffrey. And I, and the, you knock the defense down just a little bit. I don't think he's... They're talking about him like an MVP like they, they did all year this year. Okay, but you can say the same thing for Goff. Say you take away St. Brown and one of uh, Gibbs and Laporta. Right. Like I've always said, Goff is very good. He's not great. And I'm fine with that. But I'm also not speaking about Jared Goff as if he's the next coming of Tom Brady. Whereas he's not, but Purdy's people good. Are, people are saying that about Purdy, though, because all oh, he was Mr. Nobody's irrelevant. he's the next coming of Tom Brady. If he wins his Super Bowl, Jay, he will be the next Tom Brady because no, of won't. where he got drafted. Nope. 100%. No, because it's they've already anointed Mahomes that. I don't know. Either Either way, I hate Brock Purdy. <laughs> I understand, play. I understand. Um, no, it, it. Go Chiefs. It's going to be interesting to see what you guys, uh, how you guys pick, and we'll get to that eventually later down the road. Uh, but bless you. Um, but in the meantime, let's. Get away from the Brock Purdy hatred. Um, talk a little bit more about the... Uh, oh, I, I, I want to talk about the Detroit Lions season. You, if you guys don't want to, it's, mm. it's fine. You can... Uh, but I'm super, super sad about what happened. You know, it sucks. It, it, it happened to happen. Um, I got to watch it with Jay. That was awesome. I got to witness all that with Jay. Um, and that was cool. Um, I will say it's a really good thing. Neither one of you were with me and Alex because I could have murdered somebody. That bad, eh? My mom did not understand. She, she, I guess, like me and Alex were like, like, my mom was like, she goes, Yeah, you guys went from cloud nine at halftime to like, it, you could feel the tension in the room when they lost. Mm-hmm. And I was, she's like, I don't know why you guys are so fanatical. And I'm like, We've gone through so many years of despair and misery. And then you get this close. And then you have a 17-point halftime lead just for you to fucking blow it. That's why I was so mad. I'm not that mad anymore. Got over it. But, I mean, it was a good season. Look at you. People are going to look back at it, and it's going to be like, yeah, that might have been the most fun Lion season that we've we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Especially if for some reason they don't end up getting back to this point or getting to a Super Bowl, which I think they still can. Yeah. I think they still can and they can still do it soon. Um, well, if they're going to do it, they're going to have to do it in the next probably two to three years. I, I can't remember. I saw somewhere. But this is, if this is going to be the normal, like, if we can just be normal and get into the playoffs and 
win a couple games in the playoffs and see what happens and see how it goes, then yeah, like, like this is, I will take this over what we had to go through and wait for draft. Basically, the draft was our Super Bowl. You know, like, oh well, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, you want to you want to be one of the teams like when you're sitting there watching the NFC and AFC Championship game, like you're excited because your team's there, right? And it's not just like, oh well, just whatever, waiting for the draft. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what happens and what uh, ho- uh, what the whole I guess the Lions whole organization does as a whole and what how can we can continue this success you know starts with Brad Holmes starts with um, Campbell but I just want to see what you know it feels like the players are buying and they're ready to go um we're not we're not losing our OC, we're not losing our DC this year. Um really let's what's stopping us from running it back? I mean you know what's what well, the only thing that would stop him from running it back is if Brad Holmes is not aggressive. Aggressive I, where though? I I think you need to add two or three free agents defensively. And it doesn't have to be super expensive guys. Like I understand, like you have a cap to deal with, um, and you want to build the team your your way. And so far, it's worked. I'm not going to argue with it. But uh, it's the same, like the same thing we talked about at the deadline, where it's like, well, we want to get our guys in here, and we're not going to make moves unless we get our guys in here. And it's like that. That's fine. I'm good with it. But don't let it be the death of you. Right. Like I, I Chauncey Gardner Johnson is kind of like one of those guys who's not really completely one of your guys because he's kind of a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's a good player, so you brought him in, and I don't think they'll bring him back because you've got a log jam at safety now because of the emergence of Iffy. Right, but that you got to go get a corner. I don't, and you don't even have to go sign like a number one corner and spend a fuck ton of money, but you have to get depth. I've I cannot go a whole season of watching Cam Sutton on an island again. He's a very good CB two, but he's I I can't I can't do it. What's worse, watching Sutton play cornerback one or Vilder playing cornerback two? Yes. Oh yes, yeah, yes. That's what to say. Yes, that's it's oh. And like credit to I give a lot of credit to Kendall Vilder. He got thrown into a situation that was not the best as a guy that they signed as off the street as a free agent, and he played pretty well. He, he was better than Jerry Jacobs, based on every metric. And Jerry Jacobs was really, really bad. But whatever. Um, what was it? I lost my train of thought there. Yeah. I'm but Kendall Wilder deserves credit. He's a guy I would bring back as, as a depth guy. Um, somebody you can bring off the bench to spell a guy for a few plays, but no, you gotta go get somebody. Um, like in or like trade for somebody, spend some of that draft capital and get a guy who might have one or two years left on his contract from a team that needs to shed cap. I don't know what the move is, but the secondary, secondaries, they're bad. Uh, the corner, I mean, the corner specifically, having the talent there, but like Cam Sutton's not a CB1, he's just not. He's a talented guy. He earned his contract. I, I, I'm. He fits the defense well, but I don't think he's a number one corner. Um, and then another thing you got to do is you got to go get 
And I know um, Brad Holmes talked about like getting a like like he said something about he hears the noise about getting another like a bookend to go across from Hutch, and it's not all about you know whatever. And I'm just like, okay, you don't have to go get like somebody crazy, but you yeah, have like to a... get more production right. out of that side of the D line. Yeah, we're not asking you to go get like a DeForest, like a De- like his name was brought up earlier, DeForest Buckner. You're not trying to ask you to go like get like that high I'm not, profile I'm not, yeah, player. Yeah, I'm not asking you to go trade for Miles Garrett. Right. Yeah. Exactly. But or like you gotta go DJ get somebody Watt. who can per, can provide consistent pressure. Like I think beginning of last year, I was uh, beginning of this past season, I was talking to Bobby at work, and we were talking about guys they could or they could sign or didn't sign or whatever. And he mentioned Jadavian Clowney, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And you look at the numbers; like he had one of the better pressure rates in the NFL this year. Didn't get a lot of sacks, but he he gets to the QB enough to where he disrupts. Right, that's what you need. What's what we need getting, is bad. You're not getting that from Aquara no. either. Aquara, no. You didn't get that from Charles Harris. Um, hopefully, James Houston comes into his own next year and can be that guy. But I, you still need depth. You need three or four guys that you can rotate in there. Like Hutch is and Hutch is a freak of nature. We know that he's a really good player, but he can't do it by himself. Yeah. And I also think you need to go get another interior D tackle because Ali McNeil can't do it by himself. And God bless Benito Jones, but mm-hmm. I, I don't, hey, I don't want, I don't want yeah, Benito yeah. Jones to be my starting D tackle next yeah. to Ali McNeil. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, need, yeah. I need somebody who's a, a little bit more talented. Benito's a good rotational guy. I also love that he wears fucking suspenders with nothing underneath it to every game. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's just you got to make moves like that. I think you have to get, I think they'll re-sign Reynolds, and I would still bring in another, I'd still go draft or bring in another wide receiver, get a little more depth in that room. I I agree with the half of that, that say, statement about receivers. I kind of don't want to draft another guy. I want to bring somebody in. I don't necessarily think you... I think the reason I say draft is because I don't necessarily think you have to bring in a veteran who's ready to go. I mean, they tried to do that this year with Marvin Jones, and that, look how that worked out. Yeah, his yeah, his, IR, he his just, life his, got... He, he was done. He, yeah. like, he didn't have any tread left on the tires, and it is what it is. But you sit there, and like J-Mo kind of came on toward the end of the season in the playoffs. He had more of a role. Josh Reynolds is... He, I mean, for all intents and purposes, he's Jared Goff's safety blanket. I know people want him cut because of the NFC title game, but he made the two biggest mistakes of the year on the biggest stage. I don't think he'd let that happen again. No, I don't think so either. And then you have Sam Laporta, who going into next year might be the best NFL in the league, or the tight end NFL in the league, best mm-hmm. tight end in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah or he, if, yeah. If, he means already top five, at right, least. Right, right. I'll hold. I'll be right back. My mom's a dumbass and bring her key. Uh, Trey, do you have anything else to add? Um, not really. Yeah, Spencer summed it up pretty well. Yeah, I think Spencer did pretty good on on uh, his soapbox there. Uh, <laughs> talk about what we need, and I mean, I think what Spencer's going to go into further when he comes back is probably talking about how how Sam Port is our you know is like he's at a top. It, I think a top three tight end, but top like it's at least a top five tight end. Um, um, right now he's probably number one. You think he's better than uh, Kittle and Kelsey? Um, going into next stat year, stat-wise, he was the number one tight end in the league this year. Jay, I fucking love that. Um, yeah, I, 
and with especially having him coming off the year, he's going to be ready, held, uh, you know, healed up, healthy, to ready to go. Um, and then we got David Montgomery and and Gibbs. Like, I, you know, we have a one-two punch again, and the way that they're going to open it up more, I think, for Gibbs this next, uh, the following, the next season is going to be amazing to see. Um, and then I, you know, it really relies on what Jared Goff we get. What yeah. Jared Goff comes to the party and shows up every game. You know what I'm saying? Well, like he's been consistently good in his time. Right. Yes. Thing yeah. they say every pod, there's just that four week stretch he has where he's very turnover prone. Right. It goes back to his yeah, he goes back to that way of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree, Jay. There's always that time where it's Jared you know, Jared Goff comes back down to earth. Um and again, the offensive line is the offensive line. I, you know, I think they need to bring back. I know there's a couple guys I need to bring back. I think they need to bring back majority of those guys um, to keep well, that um, piece together. They have the only two that um, they have to resign is um, Graham Glasgow and Jonah Jackson. Oh. Plus, there's some rumors that uh, Ragnow might retire. Right, I did see that. That's a possibility. I didn't see that's a possibility. So but Jay, I mean, dude we... just played a whole dude just played a whole season with multiple injuries. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, they said come back when you're ready. Which, yeah, yeah. I don't think we'll see him next year on the field then. Um, uh, that's not what I mean at all. Um, oh, I'm more like you know he might not be there when training camp rolls around but who frank ragnow the rumors he might retire oh yeah no he said he's got a lot to think about right. because of all the i mean like he's he's basically but, got four an, different injuries he's got an inoperable toe injury that's gonna affect him for the rest of his life like and it's it's not gonna get worse but it's not gonna get better and then he had the knee, back, and what was the other one? He the that he was dealing with. What is his, Was it his neck? So something. Uh, I don't think it was his neck, but I don't remember. Yeah, but it was like four different injuries in total. So yeah, and Brad Holmes basically said, "Yeah, we're giving uh, Frank as much time as he needs." Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, which is fine. And like, I think Frank will be back. I think he'll play at least because so he's too. he's still got three more years on his contract. Yeah. He signed. He he. This is the first year of his four-year extension, or that they just finished. So he's got three more years. I think he'll give him one more at least. Um, but that would suck to lose him because you know all pro center, probably the best center in football when he's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. But even when he's not healthy. Yeah. Dude, a a sixty percent Frank Rag now still destroyed Vita Vey on a touchdown run. Yeah. Like God. But yeah, no, I but yeah, what was I didn't even know I was ranting about something. Yeah, about the uh, the basis of pieces. It sounded like you were going with the pieces that we. Uh... Oh yeah, no, I was saying like I think because you have so many like long story short, you have enough established guys in your in your locker room and on your roster for at receiver, um, and then with Laporta now, uh, I think you can draft another guy that you can develop. Go like and I don't, I hate to say go the tank Dell route, but. You could. So, I mean... I just think that would... Oh, man. 
Um. Oh yeah, but then we talked about a little bit about uh, just a what Jared Goff are we gonna get? That's like I like to me. Also, I feel like it, it's very important. Breaking I'm news: I'm not afraid. Dan Campbell <sighs> got Jay. screwed. What? Dan Campbell oh, got screwed. Oh, he didn't nope. get to the air. You know who did? Who? Um, Marco Ryan's. Demico nope. Ryan's. Kevin Stefanski. Oh. Why? Because Joe Flacco. Like it, for, for I just told Alex and uh, Cameron I was like if it wasn't Dan it should have been D'Amico. But whatever NFL's dumb the writers are dumb, but yeah and I mean also another thing I think you need to do is I think you need for the Lions I think they need to get another tight end in the room. Like I like Brock Wright a lot uh-huh. and I think they like James Mitchell but the injuries killed you. And I don't really trust James Mitchell to do anything so no. Maybe you know what? I don't know. I don't know if it that happens, but maybe they'll bring Zach Ertz back for you know next year. Like a last hurrah, like locker room kind of guy. He could be that guy for you. He's still he still had he still played decent when he was with the Cardinals until he hurt his knee, but he's healthy enough to play. I'd give him a shot. Bring him to training camp. Yeah. See if the guy can still run. Yeah, no, defense is the priority. Defense, defense, defense. Who's the uh Jay, who's the dude from Baltimore as a free agent? He's a really good pass rushing D tackle. Uh, I don't know how to say his name. Oh shit, hold from on. Where? Uh Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh. I was thinking of somebody else. I'm looking it up. Hold on. PFF, top free agents. Chris Jones, obviously. Uh Justin Matabike. How much is he gonna cost us? How much would he cost? He'd, he'd cost you a pretty penny. Right. But he had at least half a sack in thirteen to seventeen games. Um he double he more than doubled his prior season high. Uh he also doubled his totals his total pressure output. Um his effort and intensity on backside pursuit plays have always been there. And now an improved arsenal of moves with a more explosive first step has Matabike set to cash in big time. Top free agent comparison, Javon Hargrave from 2020. Ooh. Or there's another guy from the Dolphins you could go get. He's a little older. He's going to cost just a pretty good amount of money, but you might be able to get him on a short-term deal is Christian Wilkins. Yeah, I would see a two-year deal in, uh, for him to be... Uh... I, think that, I think that would be good enough, two years. Because he's twenty eight, right? Um, if you he get him on a two year, a two year deal, no, I think he's you're gonna have to wait. You think he wants four or five? You might be able to get him to get to accept three and just say, "Hey, you're gonna make a lot of money, and you'll still be a free agent again when you're thirty one." Mm-hmm. Yeah, another guy, but another guy I really want, and if they're gonna spend big money, I'd rather have them spend big money on a guy like Jalen Johnson. The corner from the Bears. It's another pretty penny off Spencer. I still don't see him. It, it it is, but you're not spending a lot of money in your secondary right now. Cam Sutton's your top earner. He's only making eleven mil a year. Used to Kirby's on a rookie deal. Um uh Brian Branch, rookie deal. Mm-hmm. Tracy Walker will probably be a cap casualty. 
and then you might bring in some you maybe you bring back C, uh, CJGJ again in a cheap deal or you go get somebody else as a depth piece you, maybe you draft somebody I don't know but there's some good corners in free agency this year though like uh, Jalen Johnson Legarius Sneed from the Chiefs which he might get the franchise tag I'm not sure yeah if they're smart they'd franchise tag him mm-hmm. Kendall Fuller from the Commanders I know they were a train wreck but he's still a pretty good player he's he was their best player by far. Yeah, he was one of the the where is it? It says Fuller was the lone bright spot in the commander's cornerback room in 2023. Hmm. It says while he's plenty capable as a wide cornerback, perhaps his prior experience in the slot at safety could be a, be an attractive to be attractive to teams. So that might not be a guy the Lions go for because you already have a slot corner safety in Brian Branch. But I definitely think they're going to draft a, a corner. The Lions will at some point. No, I I think, I think we do. I think we do get one. I think I might have asked Jay about this, but Dip, how would you feel about Bryce Huff? I think we talked about him earlier, and I I don't mind. I do like that. I mean, he's twenty five. Mm-hmm. You can probably get him on a four or five year deal. Um, it's going to cost you, but it's a long-term investment type thing. I don't know. There's a lot of options. I'm curious to see what they do. I don't think Brad Holmes is going to be overly aggressive, but if he's not going to do nothing, but he's got to do something. He's got to do enough. Like you gotta, you gotta like show that you're, you're, you, you have to show that you know where you're at and that you acknowledge like, Hey, we just came, you know, that close. I hear his breath away from the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. And I, I you know, like you said, Spencer, they know they they he's hearing that noise. He's listening to it. It's very loud. So. Mm. Interesting. What? How would you feel about bringing in a veteran, explosive wide receiver on a short-term deal? Who? A man by the name of. Calvin Ridley. Well. He's basically J-Mo, but like eight years older. Hmm. (laughs) Got me thinking. I do like that. I like that a lot, actually. Could be interesting. I Yeah, that's the kind of thing I like. I want that kind of guy over just drafting somebody. You want an immediate impact. Yes, type I, I, I yeah. do. I'm like, I, I, I want somebody that's going to come in and catch footballs. I don't, that's not going to like sit on the fucking, that's not, that might get like, will be on the field, but never get any looks at it. You know, I don't know. I mm-hmm. take the stress off of Armand. Yeah, we got JMO. We, I think that I do believe they bring Josh back, uh, Reynolds back, but Take the stress off for Armand St. Brown. I think think that's what we need. We need somebody that's going to take the eyes off of, off yeah. of St. Brown. All right. How about this one? Jay. Yeah. Stefan Gilmore. Uh, maybe for a year. I don't love it. But I think, like, short term, it helps you a lot. He proved he can still play. I mean, he's not like a he's not a full on number one like he was, but he who is it? Who did he shut down? 
when he the somebody was talking shit to him and he shut him down. But um, oh yeah, it was AJ Brown when they played the Eagles. He shut him down. Hmm. But yeah, he's thirty three, so you can probably get him on a one or two one one year deal or a two year deal with an option, and he's not going to cost you a lot. Right. Oh, I mean that's one I could see happening, but. I could talk about NFL free agency the whole for another hour. I don't yeah. want to do that. No. Um, we'll, we'll we'll get into it more too. Like as like, because once the combine happens and we get closer to like actual free agency and all that shit. So. Yeah. Agreed. Is um, the combine before or after free agency opens? Before. Is it in February? Yeah. Ooh, it's this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it should it's towards the end of the month. Nice. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. Speaking of SpongeBob, y'all ready for the SpongeBob halftime uh, show? Yeah, I forgot they were doing that. It's like the only reason I'm like. And they have the Nickelodeon broadcast. Yes, that's. I'm gonna come home and I'm watching the Nickelodeon cast. <laughs> God. There you go, Dip. Get your kids into it. Mm. How's that game start? Everyone's gonna get uh, six thirty. Maybe I'll let Hudson watch a little bit of it. I want to have the game on one monitor while I'm studying the other two. <laughs> But yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna watch it just because it's football and I love football so much. But uh, I'm not gonna enjoy it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> I'm not gonna enjoy it. Hey man, I put I put money on the Chiefs money line. Oh yeah, I just... yeah. What um, what bets have you guys made? Have you guys made any bets? I know you said you just said we made one. Jay, have you made any yet? Or are you gonna wait till closer to the time? Uh, gonna wait till the day of. Okay. Once you made just the money line one. I did the one because I. The Chiefs were plus odds, and I think they still are, but I didn't want to wait and have the line change. Isn't like crazy parlays earning out there right now, or nothing that I've seen yet. I know more stuff's gonna come out probably tomorrow, Saturday, and Sunday, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, then let's let's talk that game. Let's get some real quick before that. I want to yes. say, fuck the Pistons. <laughs> Why? What? They suck. Oh, what the? They have seven wins, okay? Yeah, they have seven wins, and they're employing a dead man. Mm -hmm. Speaking of uh, dead men, uh, I love the way that Doc Rivers still gets to coach basketball and still suck at it. He's like one in six or some shit. They talked about that on the Valeni show when he got when he was rumored to be their like the favorite. Yeah. And it was just kind of like, he wasn't really that good before Boston. And then like, he's like, when he got to Boston, he goes, they gave him an all time team Mm -hmm. that a toddler could have coached to a title. Facts. And he still sucked it away. Yeah. So, and then after that, he was, he, he, they ran him out of Boston. He went to Philly, ran him out of Philly. He hasn't worked anywhere else he's been, but players like him, and that was the that was the whole deal with with Milwaukee was the players hated their coach, right? And, and they they hated yeah. and they hated him so much that Giannis basically got him fired. Well, not basically, he did get him fired. Must say, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like in today's NBA, the players you have to have the players on your side. It's I a mean, players' league now. Doc Doc is a is a players' coach though. Like that's what he is, but mm-hmm. he can't. I. I don't know what it is with the team he always has. He just 
it just doesn't mesh with him winning. Like, yeah, he always has great uh, uh, records at the end of the year and getting into the playoffs, and but then he, it just it crumbles when it gets to that point. I don't know if that makes sense, but you know, it's it's just strange. He's a he's it, a phenomenal coach, but then it just complodes. Oh, I. I mean, I'm talking shit about him. He's probably going to be a Hall of Fame coach. 100%. Yeah, exactly, Jay Spencer. That's why I agree with you. Like, we, we're going to talk shit about him, but it just doesn't make sense how, how, you know, how that happens. I don't know. So. I don't know. Some guys, some guys just can't get it done. Mm-hmm. Can't get it done? Yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, kind of like people, if Kyle Shanahan loses the Super Bowl, he's kind of, somebody said it best. I think someone on Fox was talking about it. Like, He's going to become a victim of his own success because he's such a damn good coach that he's going to get you to the promised land, but can he get you the win when you get there? Right. Get you the hardware. Can he get you that ring that you've been searching for? And I mean, like, somebody said he better win the Super Bowl or he could become the next Andy Reid where you're going to NFC title games and you go to the Super Bowl, but you still get fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, that worked out for Andy Reid. So, right. Yeah. He, look at him now. I mean, and it worked out for the Eagles too. They both got Super Bowls. Oh, well, that's yeah. That's, that's pretty true. Yeah. But anyway, oh, nothing. Oh, ba. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm playing in my first ever uh, Euro Cup. Uh, Euro playoff, uh, Jay. So this music is playing in the background. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. So yeah. I just don't. I just don't understand about Doc Rivers. How everything it literally get his given to him on a silver platter, and he can't can't again, like you said, get to the promised land and, and win and get the hardware. So, but yeah, Pistons suck. Basketball is basketball. NBA is NBA. Uh, Michigan's basketball is just. Makes me want to cry. Hey, they just beat Wisconsin. Cool. Hey, they were number 11. Wisconsin's were in shambles. As they should be. Yeah, I'm going to say, as they should be. Yeah, but Michigan's not the worst team in the Big Ten now. So. Who is? Uh, who was it, Jay? That passed Ohio on? State. Ohio State, yep. Uh, Pistons made a big trade today. I forgot about that. I mean... They, they basically traded Bogon. Yeah, they traded him a year too late, and they could have gotten a first-round pick last year. And then this year they got a bunch of expiring contracts and two second-round picks. Hey, and they also traded Alec Burks. Evan Fournier's good, and he's out for the whole year. Okay. Um, you know who else might be good is the the Fettuccine Alfredo guy they traded for. Uh, who? The the Italian guy. Oh, Ryan Archer the Dangano. Yes, hold on. I gotta look his name up. Arch. Archie. Da- oh, I got my water. I'm thirsty. Also, I think uh, it's kind of glaring that uh, Troy Weaver couldn't trade Killian Hayes and he had to cut him. That's how bad he is. No, not Ryan Archie Diacono. No, the other guy. That's Simone Fontecchio. Oh, that guy. Okay, sorry. Yeah, so he's a restricted free agent, and 
somebody was talking about him today and they said he's basically like he's kind of like Isaiah Stewart but he's a better shooter huh. so we'll see alright well but uh, anyway stink. sell the team yeah this is still sick alright so um how we uh, have done it in the past call two seasons I think um we talk about it, and then the two people that are close, if it's usually just the two people that comes down to the final for the playoffs. This is our third year. Um, doing the playoffs, uh, pick'ems, and every year has come down 2-2. All three of us have not been in the running yet for the final game. Um, kind of glad it doesn't do that. I'm hoping it stays like that. Um, but next year we'll have to get together and see what uh, other ways we can add more points and stuff like that. Maybe they'll, you know, but anyway, so talk some. We'll talk about the game. All three of us will bring points up. Whatever you guys want to bring up, talk about. Start this, that, and the other, and then we will. Um, Spencer and Jay, you are two. You two are the ones that are tied right now, going into the Super Bowl. Um, uh, no one, no one. I was so fucking close. I just wanted to be known. I wanted yeah, you, you to just... be in there. Right. We, I know we all, all three of us wanted it to be. Um, you just needed the Lions to win. Yep. Uh, I am proud of me almost coming back. Uh, but uh, you, you had to pick that way. You're like, I had to do it, but you know what? It almost worked. Yeah, it almost worked. Yeah, it really did though. Um, but uh, I also thought Baltimore was gonna succeed and not choke it away. But again, I was wrong. So, um, but you two are tied. So we'll get to the picks at the end of the conversation. Let's talk a little bit about the game. Um, you know, so Spencer, according to Vegas right now, it's two and a half San Fran. Mm-hmm. Is that going to, ch- it's, it is Thursday. Is that going to change? Or is that uh, it's, held, s- it's held pretty steady since it opened. I think it opened at San Fran minus three and a half mm-hmm. and it got down to two and a half and it hasn't really moved. So it probably won't change any, any, anymore. Any more, okay, any more movement on that, okay. Now, if it does, you might see the money line slightly move, because I think it's Chiefs plus 110. Uh, but usually if the money line moves, it means that the spread is moving. If it moves at all, it, it'll probably a half a point either way. I don't think anything more. Right, because I think, because it, if it's going to, I think if it moves, it's going to go more towards people betting Kansas City, right? Uh, probably. Most likely. Awesome. All right. Um, as we know, as we talked about in the beginning, these two teams, they both won their, um, they actually both won the West, <laughs> AFC and NFC West. Um, I basically, you know, I think San Francisco basically dominated all year. Uh, bah, not really. They had a couple, stre- they had a little stretch there where they were like, oh, these guys came down to earth. But most, mostly they've, you know, took care of business. Um, that defense is just phenomenal. You know, it's gonna, I, I think they're going to give Mahomes trouble. Right? I mean, that off that defense line just is, is built to cause issues for your quarterback. I mean, we thought we thought the Ravens would do the same thing, though, didn't we? Oh, yeah, 100%. And, and they, they did, they, but Mahomes is basically just a magician. Right. So. That dude's not real. He's just not real. 
That motherfucker is not real. <laughs> there it is. She's uh, famous now. She is famous now. But yeah, I mean, everybody's healthy, ready to go. Um, I mean, George Kittle. Except, except, except Joe Tooney. Well. That's important. He's their best offensive lineman. Yeah. For the, for the Chiefs. I thought he was questionable. He, he is, but they said it's a, real, it's a really big long shot for him to play. Oh, God, even with a couple weeks off, huh? Mm-hmm. Because he played in the game against Baltimore, right? No. Hmm. Well, they announced him out, like, oh, yes, I want right. to say a few days before. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, that's a massive blow. You're right. That will cause a lot of problems with that defense or that offensive line. Which, I mean, if you look at it all year, the offensive line has not been that good. Um, as of yesterday, Andy Reid said, I would probably bet on Joe Tooney not playing. Oh, man. Yikers. So, and then yesterday, Joe Tooney also said he's hopeful, but I don't think it's happening. Oh, of course, you know, of course, Joe's going to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm playing. Yeah. He's going to suit up, but I don't think he'll play, which sucks. Um, doesn't look like anybody on the injury report for Sam Fran. I mean, George Kittle's on there, but he already said, and basically what he else said, he's ready to go. Um, now his is just, his is just, um, what do you call it? They just have to put him on there because they have to put him on there. Right. <laughs> Eric Armstead, uh, he's also the same way, but I don't see anybody else, uh. All right. Okay. So, um, I mean, what's the key? What's the point? What's the first go with one, both teams? What's the key point for Kansas City to win? How does the Kansas City Chiefs win and take over the game against San Fran? Make right. Brock Purdy beat you. Stop the run. Limit CMC. Make him throw the football. Yes. Because I think if you make him have to throw the ball, like. He played great in the second half against the Lions, but the Lions' defensive game plan in the first half was perfect. They were basically like, hey, CMC's going to get one or two on us, but we're going to slow him down for the most part. And then I think if you make Brock Purdy have to throw it an extra 10, 15 times, that's just an extra 10 to 15 attempts. You can try to make him make a mistake. Right, and he, yeah, and he did. He will. Yeah, and he, uh, he's shown that he will make mistakes. He, not that he's guaranteed to, but he is... He can make mistakes against good defenses. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. But I mean, like, I think if I'm Kansas City, I'm I'm focusing on one. You got to focus on McCaffrey, mm-hmm. and the other one is you got to you got to be on Debo, like a fly on shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's ready to go, man. Yeah, he's ready to go. Jay, what do you think about San, for San Fran? What's the key to victory for them? Them boys. Uh. Getting as much pressure as they can on Mahomes. Yes, I agree with you, Jay. I yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Get him. I mean, he you know he because like like Spencer said, he's a magician. Pacheco's gonna go. get his yards, but yeah. you gotta. The only time Mahomes lost the Super Bowl is when uh, the Buccaneers made him look stupid, like where he couldn't have more than two or three seconds in the backfield. Mm-hmm. You gotta do your best to replicate that. Or he will beat you. Yeah. He's a wizard, Harry. Hmm. 
<clears throat> I think the Chiefs defensively, I think they need to play the line of scrimmage well, not just in the run game, but in the pass game. Okay. Because San Fran will not hesitate to screen you to death. Like, that's half of Brock Purdy's passing yards, or Debo getting it two yards behind the line of scrimmage. Chris McCaffrey. And then, fucking, and then taking it for fucking 40. Yeah, right. Same thing so, with, with CMC. Same thing. It's mm-hmm. just... And the Chiefs are good at that, too. They do that with, like, they'll run, they they screen Pacheco, they'll screen Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, screen, they, screen Rice. I was going to say, they really love screening Rasheed Rice, because he's just got that, he, his... his they'll do insane. it multiple times a drive, too. Mm-hmm. Like, credit where it's due, man. That's why Andy Reid's one of the best coaches of all time. Yeah. Like, he saw the weaknesses of his offense, and he adjusted. It took a while, but here we are. It also helps that Travis Kelsey decided to turn into Travis Kelsey for the playoffs. He did. Yeah, Yeah, he really did. Yeah. I like that. I think Taylor Swift gave him a bucket of baby's blood. (laughs) 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 Hey, I'm buying into the political conspiracies. Jesus. Hey, there's this whole video I saw about how, you know how, like, Taylor Swift's number is 13 and shit like that? Yeah. So, like... I think I sent the Spencer. Hold on. Um, it's like uh, how long from Tokyo to Las Vegas on a fl- on a pl- on a flight is thirteen hours. Um, Tra- Travis Kelsey's number is what eighty seven. Yeah, that's how many away from a hundred? Thirteen. <laughs> yes. Yes. This is Super Bowl fifty eight. What's five plus eight? Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> yeah. I saw a video. It was saying it was doing that, but then it was just like. And it started with like the the creepy music, and it was just Brock Purdy because he's number thirteen. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh yeah, what? Uh... So the date of the Super Bowl is the eleventh, right? Of February, eleven plus yep. two. Thirteen. 13. <laughs> you know, so um, I just thought those videos have been. Oh, yeah, and then um, 49ers, 4 plus 9, 13. That's it. People are so stupid. That's real. People are doing it. That's real. Um, anyway. Final score is going to be 13 to 13. First tie ever in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Then Taylor Swift gets the trophy. Oh, uh, I hate it here. Um, She's holding up the Lombardi. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. Please don't let her touch it. Uh, sorry. So, um. Yeah, anyway, back to football. Uh yeah. The It's going to be a fun game. I like it's I think it's going to be a really good football game. Like like this it can either be really good or it can be really boring. Really boring as like, in nobody scoring. Both of these defenses I think have the capacity to shut down both of these offenses. Whether it will, I don't <clears throat> know, but both of them can shut down the other. You think it's a lot of back and forth? If if it gets boring, yeah, is it going to be like the Eagles Chiefs game last year? Or it's going to be really boring, it's, or it's going to be Patriots um, Rams. Rams. Yeah. Please. And not to okay. that point, I want to say, one. You know how I said I might have some bold like predictions for the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this game comes down to whichever kicker doesn't fuck up. <gasps> not check booty. Who is the Chiefs kicker? Harrison mm. Butker. Mm-hmm. That's right. One of the best in the league. Up. He so should. We'll have to see what Jake Money Moody can do. Yes, uh, I think like 
you guys, like you just said, this could end up being a defensive game. So if the defenses are like the Lions play defense, lax inside the twenties, and then you bow up. Mm-hmm. If they bow up, and you got to kick three, four field goals, I'm t- I you got to take you got to trust your kicker. So and that one field goal could cost you the game. And our um, does Shanahan trust Moody? That's He's a already great missed two question, kicks this Jay. playoff. The great mm-hmm. question. The first one was blocked, but he did miss one against Detroit. Right. He, yep. Sure did. A great question, Jay. I have a decent feeling, at least for the 49ers, maybe Kansas City, everything that's less than fourth and five on the opposite side of the 50, both teams are going to go for it. Yeah. Mm. Unless it's a really tight game. Uh, and it's at the end of one of the halves. Yeah. Yeah, I could see, yeah, like fourth and five from like the 44 or something. Nope, I agree with you there. Kansas City's been real aggressive all postseason, so as the 49ers. They're not Dan Campbell aggressive, but mm. I don't think you're seeing too many punts. Like that. Like that. So what what crazy bold predictions, Spencer, were you thinking about? Um um well I do remember you said you brought that up last week. Um I was gonna say I think bold prediction, Rasheed Rice is gonna score two plus touchdowns. Jesus, that's a that's, uh, it's pretty bold. I don't think that's that bold. I mean Based on like based on betting lines, it's bold. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but anybody to score more than one touchdown is bold betting wise. Um, I think another bold prediction is Kadarius Tony getting more than half a catch. <laughs> hey, so he showed up in the Super Bowl last year. He did. He did. Um, bold prediction. I think um, the MVP is going to a non-quarterback. Oh, I could see it. Yeah. Specifically, I think 49ers or maybe Rice or Pacheco for. Uh, specifically, uh, I think the MVP could go to a defensive player this year. Ooh. I don't. I could see some like if Fred Warner has a fucking insane game, gets a pick, ten tackles, and it's a defensive, it's a defensive stand standoff. You know, I could see it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, if, if if it's what if it's like a seventeen to fourteen game, and Chris Jones ends up with two sacks, fucking five tackles, and a, and a forced fumble and a fumble recovery? Then yeah, maybe. But I think it's about as bold as I'm gonna get. But that's what I was thinking. I think you could you're gonna see somebody get like two. I think Rasheed Rice get like two plus TDs. I think Travis Kelsey is too obvious. I know Rasheed Rice is kind of obvious, but. The two plus, I it's just tough. Um, what about like uh, on the quarterback sides of yards and touchdown stuff? What do you think, Spencer? A bold mm, prediction on that. Uh, I don't know what the over unders are. I mean, I think Mahomes is probably gonna have to throw a lot mm-hmm. more. Mm, I don't think no, so. Actually, considering no. how bad 49ers run D is and how well Pacheco's been these last six, yeah. seven weeks. Amazing. I was gonna say the way the run. The way the Lions ran the ball in the first half and the way uh, Green Bay ran it against them, yeah, Pacheco could do some damage. 
But I mean, at passing. I mean, I think Brock Purdy's going to hit the over. I think he's going to have to. Um, I don't know what the over unders are at the look. But I mean, like the way the way to beat the Niners is to run, run, run that outside zone, like the outside uh, zone concept, and take advantage of the take advantage of blocking down the DNs. And then you can use that to draw the linebackers up and beat them over the middle of the field. Uh, Super Bowl. It looks like over 262.5 for fans. Mahomes, yep. Then 246.5. Yeah, for Purdy. I would go over on Purdy. Mahomes, I'd probably go under. But I don't know if I'm gonna bet on that. Looks like the majority is like over, over under one and a half touchdowns for both guys. I feel like that's that's over for both. I mean, that could be over for both, right? I'd go, um, I'd go over for both on that. Right. Um. I don't think it's part of same game parlay, but. Let's see. Where is uh plus fourteen hundred for Kelsey to win the MV Super Bowl MVP? That's a lot. Really high. Where is that at? Uh, it looks like it's per per FanDuel. Like where in FanDuel? I can't find it. Oh, I'm just have some like to a betting site that goes off like FanDuel, Bet Rivers, and so it pulls what they have on their site, I guess. But like plus two ten for Purdy, plus four fifty for CMC, and then like two plus two twenty five hundred for Pacheco and Samuel. A lot more. I can't find it, but if uh, there's odds on like over over under half an interception for Brock Purdy, I'd bet the over. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, somebody's going to get a turnover somewhere, and I think the most likely source would be Purdy throwing a pick. Interception's uh, thrown. Here we go. Uh, for Fandle, it's over under a half. What are the odds on that? Uh, one over, over is minus one thirty-two. Under is plus one hundred eight. And I still take the, I still take the over. And it's still ha- uh, half is for both for Mahomes and uh, and then plus minus one hundred five for over, and then minus one fifteen for under for Patrick Mahomes. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be something I'd look at. Might be something. I mean, if you can throw in a parlay, just mm-hmm. as for for shits and giggles, you know. right? Because you know, I, I think Purdy's it's it's gonna happen. Purdy's gonna have to get picked off. Because time is gonna have to run out, right? I think. I don't know. Eventually, right? You think you th- you think it has to run out? But all right, well, let's make the prediction here, boys. 
Um, with Jay being the winner of the regular season, let's have Jay start it off. Jay? Mm. Hard to bet against Kansas City in the Super Bowl, so I'm going to go Kansas City. Yay. Spencer, now, <clears throat> you are tied. Mm-hmm. Give us what you want. Give us what you were going to pick. You know what I'm going to pick. Yes. I'm taking the Chiefs. Kansas City, Kansas City is Thanos. They're inevitable. Now. Are any of you guys, both of you guys, going to train your pick to win the pickups? Mm. I'm satisfied with a tie. Gross. I'm not. Give me the 49ers. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> we'll make it. It. We'll make it interesting. Thank Fair you, enough. Jay. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. I can't. I couldn't do it. Yeah. I'm. I'm like diehard anti 49er fan. I'm not going to be rooting for him. No, but I, I get I get it. Just for the pick em purposes. Yes, I love it. Um, I gotta, okay, let's. I got to stand on business, you know. LOL. Let's um, let's have the predictions then. If let's minus the pickums, let's have the predictions. I will start because my my pickums don't mean shit. Um. And I have to pick, I'd also pick San Fran. I just think that defense is going to be a problem. But anyway, um, my prediction of the score is 34-27 San Francisco. 34-27 San Fran? Yeah. I think they're going to have to score a lot to match up with Mahomes. I don't know if it's going to be that high of a scoring game. That's my Mm -hmm. bugaboo. Yeah, yeah. Over under is forty seven and a half. So right. that's that's a lot. They're base they're basically saying it's gonna be a twenty four to twenty three game. Right. Well no. Yeah, twenty three, twenty four, he's at forty seven, right? Well no, because San Fran's a two and a half point favorite. So they're saying it's gonna be what twenty like twenty five to twenty two twenty what? Twenty six mm-hmm. to twenty three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna 20, say twenty yeah. twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's around there. Give or take a few points, but hmm. uh, I'm honestly thinking it's gonna be end up being like I think it's gonna come down to field goals in the in the second half. I think it's gonna be whoever doesn't fuck those up. Give me Kansas City twenty seven. San Francisco 23. Okay. We're going to hit the over. A lot of couple uh, moody field goals there. All right, Jaybird? Yep. I said 20, 24. Oh, oh, shit. Okay, bet. There we go. Yeah, 34 27 is a lot. <laughs> um, hey, 34 27 is entertaining. I wouldn't be mad. Yeah, exactly. No. See? So. Yeah. Um, football season's coming to an end. Uh, let me see here. Uh, we will have a week of the next next week we're going to uh, get together. Um, and then we're probably going to take a week off after that again. Um, I am going to be really, really busy working on in, some, in this training. It's going to be it's about two weeks long. 
Um, so I'm going to be kind of uh, focusing on that. So next week we'll come back and talk about this, the game and um, other stuff, off-season stuff like that, anything, or any other news going around around the, the sporting world. Um, but uh, we're going to take a break from the uh, 19th to the 23rd, or excuse me, 19th to the 25th, and possibly the 26th through the 4th. If not, I think we might be able to record again during like the 29th or something because my training ends on the 29th, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, not for me right in my mouth, but that's what's going to happen. Um, it's going to be a nice couple weeks off just to, so we could uh, get come back to it uh, ready to go. Uh, hope that, like uh, Spencer and Jay were talking, the combine is going to be going on. So we'll get in there and talk about that. Um, and what we've seen and what we liked and anything crazy has happened. Um, but, yeah. That is basically all I have. Uh, boys, you got anything else? Uh, go Chiefs. <laughs> um, good luck to you two. One of, us will, one of you two will come up victorious. Um, Jay is looking to be the first person to win both. So, good luck, Jay. What's there? Good luck. Um, Thanks. With that being said, we'll see you next week. Good luck to your team for the Super Bowl. Goodbye. Peace. See ya. Please enjoy this mm. extra content from before the podcast started. Goodbye. That's right. Tyreek was a low, low pick. That's right. Yeah, well, because he was like a four star or five star recruit. Mm hmm. And he got in trouble, so he went to community college, yep. and then he went to some like really small D one. Yep. There's really nobody in the fifth, sixth, and seventh round that's besides Tyreek that's good. I mean, nobody that stands out to you. There's no Pro Bowlers. No, I mean, there's names I recognize, but uh, like, hold on, where did he go? I just saw him. Ted Karras, sixth round pick to the Patriots. He was a guard. He played for a while. You remember Rico Gathers? No. He played basketball for Baylor. Never played football, and the Cowboys drafted him because he was so big. Oh, is that big mo monster? Yeah. Was that the year uh, that was? It, wait, was that the big that dude from that played football? No, he never played. Oh, football. Oh, you say he never played football? Oh, yeah. There's a there's a there's a note in here. It says did not play football. Played as a power forward for Baylor basketball. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, Dallas. A uh, name you guys would remember, Aaron Burbridge. Oh. Michigan State wide receiver. Never did anything. No. Uh, Well, six-round pick, pro bowler, Jakeem Grant. One of the better return men in the league, I, I you know. Yeah. I'm going to deep dive. All right, this was the first first of back-to-back -back number one picks for the Browns. Well, they had one in 17 and 18. 17 and 18. 17. Oh, God. 2017. Was it an offensive lineman? No. Baker Mayfield? Nope, he's 18. Fuck. Arguably the best defensive end in football. Oh, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett. So it's Miles Garrett, then Baker. Okay. Yep. Number two was the Bears. Two to the Bears? Dip, it's the most infamous. They moved up one pick to get this guy. Trubitsky. Yes. Oh, the quarterback. Yeah. Wait, this is 17, yeah? Yes. This is Mahomes' series. Oh, this is Mahomes' uh, draft. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Mahomes' right, year. Right. Yeah, 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 okay. The Niners then took Solomon Thomas, who I fucking loved, but 
ended up not doing anything. Um, and then Leonard Fournette, and then Corey Davis. Corey Davis. Then we have Jamal Adams, Mike Williams. CMC CMC was that year too. Mm-hmm. And the Lions didn't pick till twenty one in this draft. What was their record that year? The Lions. Did, did they trade down? They were nine and seven. Oh. Oh no! So it would have been the twenty sixteen season, not seventeen. Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Jared Man. Davis from Florida. Yep. Mahomes, Marshawn. That was a good run right there. Mahomes, Marshawn Lattimore, Deshaun Watson, Hassan Reddick. Mm-hmm. Derek Barnett, Malik Hooker, Marlon Humphrey, Jonathan Allen, Adoree Jackson, O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, O.J. Howard went to, uh, went to Bama. He only started for like a year, but they mm-hmm. still... Uh... Oh, this was, the, this was the draft where the Saints killed every pick they had. Because they took Lattimore in the first round. Mm-hmm. And then they took Marcus Williams in the second. Then in the third oh, round, they, they Alvin. got Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And then they got... Cooper the... Cup! Where is the compensatory? They took Trey Hendrickson with the compensatory third. It's the year we got Kenny, Gall- Kenny uh, Galladay. No Pro Bowlers in the seventh round, though. Damn. Mm-hmm. Notable undrafted players. Patrick Ricard. Yo, the Lions actually signed Robert Tunyon. Really? Yeah, and then they cut him. <laughs> Young Hui Koo. Alright, I'm done. I gotta stop doing this. I hey, know you're going you're going down a deep rabbit hole. <laughs>